Hello, On the Sidelines fans. I'm your host, Cameron Capobianco, and joining me today is Chris Nanko of Forge FC. Chris, thank you so much for joining me ahead of this second leg clash with Calvary in the CPL playoffs. Really appreciate you taking the time. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. So before we get into that clash with Calvary, the current CPL playoffs, I just want to ask you, the past CPL season, I just want to ask you, what made you want to become a professional footballer? Yeah, I mean, like, I've always grew up around the game. Uh, ever since I was born, you know, my older brother played uh, played soccer, so I was kind of, like, born into it. Um, you know, all my friends were, were doing it. Uh, I played a lot of sports growing up, but soccer is the, the main one that, that kind of stuck to me and the main one that kind of, like, you know, felt – uh, felt like home to me. So, um, you know, I looked up to to players like Ronaldinho, a lot of the Brazilian styled players. Um, I think that's why I play the way I do. Um, but yeah, I, I was uh, I was born into into the game, really. So were there any players also you mentioned Ronaldinho? Were there any players also that you grew up watching that helped you fall in love with the game and help you want to become what you are today as a professional footballer? Uh, yeah, I mean, like when I was younger, obviously, I looked up to uh, my older brother. I looked up to like players playing on his team as well um, back when I was playing in Brampton. Um, and then, yeah, I looked up to I when I got to Sigma with Coach Bobby, I looked up to to guys on the team like Kyle Becker, um, Emery as well and stuff. So, uh, yeah, like there, there's older guys in in the Forge group that uh, I looked up to when I was younger. Um, and, you know, I just keep continue to to try to follow that path and, and try to grow my, my game. And you mentioned Sigma. You played for Sigma. You played for Syracuse and NCAA. Did you find there were any differences in the game of football when you were playing down in the States compared to up here in Canada? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the main thing when I, when I went down to the States uh, that I had to kind of adapt to was the physicality. I think, um, you know, in America, everything's a lot faster. Everything's uh, uh, guys are a lot more stronger and stuff like that. Um, so that's one of the main things uh, that I think I had to adapt to when I uh, left Sigma to go to college. Uh, and then uh, then I got drafted after that and played uh, my first two years professional in Philadelphia. I think, yeah, guys were a lot bigger and a lot stronger. Um, but, you know, that's something you can adapt to, especially when you have the uh, the technical ability that, you know, Sigma taught me as well. So, Right. And we're going to get into actually that. I have a couple of questions with regards to that MLS draft coming up soon, but just want to ask you about what you mentioned guys like Emery Welshman, Kyle Becker, playing with guys like them at Sigma and also playing under coach Bobby. Were there any, like, not like, were there any, but like, was there a, um, how do I put it into words? Like, uh, was it kind of like, uh, kind of you settled in fine when you came to forge for the first year at, at the CPL level? Um, yeah, like it, it, it helps you settle in when you, you know, like, uh, the the style that the coach wants to play and you know like uh, a few of the guys on the team and stuff like that you know I think the first year uh, that's what we had a, a big advantage of over other teams because we had a lot of Sigma guys that knew the style that we're going to play uh, you know knew what uh, the coach wanted um, so we had that chemistry even before the team was made um, so I think that kind of you know helps uh, players settle into teams whether it's in their own country or in a, in a different country in a different environment um, if you have that that sense of um that sense of the style of play and that sense of uh, what the coach really wants and what the coach really wants out of you and out of the team, it, it helps you get that one, uh, that one leg up on uh, other uh, opponents. And, you know, that's, I think that's a big reason why uh, we ended up winning the first year the way we did. Absolutely. So let's get into that actual MLS draft that you just mentioned too. You were drafted by the Philadelphia Union in the 2017 MLS draft. What did it mean to you to hear your name or see your name on the board when you found out you were drafted to an MLS team? Yeah, it was a tough one because, um, you know, like 
uh yeah the the first i thought uh, i was projected to go to uh get drafted the first uh like the end of the first round early second round and then i ended up getting drafted in the third round um so it was uh it was a tough um it was a tough one for me but i it, all that mattered was a team a team drafted me so uh i got the call from philadelphia and they told me i had a week um, to, to get out there. Um, and then it was just about business after that. Uh, but it's, it was a dream come true, um, to, you know, to know that a team, uh, wants you, a, a professional environment wants you, um, after all your, uh, hard work growing up, uh, playing, you know, playing on different teams, traveling everywhere to play. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing. Um, and you know, it's, it's what I've always wanted for myself, for, for my family, you know, my mom's put in a lot of hard work, taking me to practices and stuff like that. So, uh, it's a, it's a great way to, to show her that all her work has, um, you know, has paid off. Well, like you said, shout out to all the moms who, uh, exactly. put in all the money and effort and the time to take their kids to work in or not to work to place the sports they love and everything, not even just soccer, but yeah, shout out. Like you just said, to sum it up, shout out to moms out there who I put in all this work. So was there a difference going from, Canada soccer, NCAA soccer to now playing at the MLS level for you? Like, did you find another change in pace or physicality? Yeah, I think the the main thing with um, the change uh, between like college and uh, and like the MLS teams and stuff like that is like everybody, every, everything's cleaner. Everything's, you know, it's everything's quicker because of, because it's cleaner. So guys touches on the ball, um, you know, the IQ and stuff like that. Um, you know, you have to, you have to always be like one step ahead and, and, and plan forward. Um, so, that, and that's what, that's what kind of makes the game faster. Uh, but at the same time, they know, like the, like I mentioned the IQ, they know when to go and when to slow the, the game down. So it's, it's more of a, a mental thing, I think at that point, um, because, you know, you see a lot of, uh, top athletes, uh, in college, um, that have, you know, record breaking running times or, or are strong and, you know, like that and very physical, uh, but not all of them can, um, you know, kind of survive in, in the MLS because, you know, you, you still need that, that technical ability. You still need that IQ, um, to advance to the next level. So I think that's the the main thing that, that changes from those two environments. Can you describe your first two seasons also playing at the MLS level with Philadelphia? Like, was it nerve wracking for you when you first stepped onto the pitch and everything? Like, what was like your emotions going through your head? Like that first maybe season that you played? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit nerve wracking cause you know, you're in a different environment. You're, you're considered a professional now. It's, it's a, it's a bigger business and stuff like that. There's a lot of things, uh, riding on it and everything like that. So, um, I think, yeah, it's a little nerve wracking, but at the same time, you have to just remember that, you know, uh, you're here because, uh, you have talent. You're here because they want you and you're here because, um, you know, like they see, they see your abilities. Right. So, um, I think, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're not nervous, that means you don't care. Um, so I think, yeah, you just got to take that and, and, and be confident with it as well too. Um, and yeah, my first game, it was, I was nervous, uh, to be subbed on. I think I got subbed on in maybe around the 60th, 65th minute. And I scored my first goal two minutes later. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes things just work out. So, uh, but yeah, if, if you're, if you're confident, you know, you're, you're doing the work you you've, um, you're putting in the work every day, practicing and stuff like that. Uh, your confidence shows on the ball. So it's, 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 yeah, it's, it all works out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you're back in Canada. You came back in 2018, 19, signed with Forge FC. You know, what was it like coming back first back to play for your, for your home country of Canada playing, um, after playing in the MLS for a bit? 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was it was a good thing. I think, um, you know, obviously growing up, there wasn't this kind of stream to to play professionally in Canada. So, you know, guys like Kyle Becker, guys like myself, you know, we had to go overseas or go to to America to play. Um, but you know, like I think the, one of the main things um, coming back for me was uh, I wanted to help kind of build that that stream for younger players and the younger generations who have. Uh, opportunities that, you know, guys like myself didn't have. Um, so that was a, that was a main thing for me. And then, you know, just to be home uh, playing in front of my family and stuff like that uh, was a big thing for me as well, because obviously I've, I've been away for probably what, six years at that, uh, at that time now. So um, it was a, it was a big thing for me to, you know, get back, see my family, play in front of them uh, again, and, you know, just feel, feel comfortable while, while I'm playing as well too. So how did playing in the States for the MLS and the NCAA help prepare you for well, what was the launch of the of the Canadian Premier League? Yeah, I think uh, playing in the States, you know, it got me a lot of games, um, uh, a lot of games in at the professional level. Um, I, and I think, you know, coming back to Forge and what the whole mentality of playing on Forge is, you know, you're a top club, you, you're um, you're considered a, a or you're looked at to win every single every single year and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of gave me that confidence to come back to a team like that that wants to win every year. You know, that wants to to be top of the league every year and has the the aspirations to do to bigger things like you know playing the Concacaf, playing Champions League and stuff like that. So uh, I think it gave me that experience and that confidence to come back and and be a part of a team like this. Absolutely. And let's go back to that first year of the CPL where you also mentioned that you won the CPL title that first inaugural year with Forge FC. You also won it a second year in 2020 during the COVID, uh, the COVID year with no fans, unfortunately. But what was going through your head when you guys won? Um, we can say each year, like what was going through your heads when you lifted the CPL title? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not often that, you know, players get to to lift a championship, right? You look at some of the best players in the world and they still have no championships. So uh not everybody can win, but it's you know, it's a great it's a great feeling when you do. Um and that's you know, that's why we play the game, right? For for those little moments. We have long, like long eight to ten month seasons just for the chance to, you know, hold a lift up a trophy for, you know, a couple minutes. Um, but that it's the best feeling in the world. Um, you know, you want, you want to get that feeling every single time, every single year. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a great experience, especially being able to do it, you know, with guys you've grown up playing with and, and in front of your family and stuff like that. It's, it's, there's no, there's no better feeling in the world. That's why we play the game. Absolutely. So let's get into this current, uh, CPL playoff. You guys are looking to go back to the finals yet again for, I believe a fourth straight year. What's the mindset going into Sunday's matchup against Calvary? As you guys in the first leg came off of a one-one draw with them, uh, yeah, I mean we're always looking to to win and and you know add uh, add a week or add games onto our season, right? We don't want to stop playing, so um, it's yeah the mindset to, is to go in and and win, you know, like if we uh, anything other than a win, you know, like and we put ourselves in a in a bad spot and we uh, we don't get to move forward the way we want to, right? So. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, we're a club that that wants to win, that wants to continue to add trophies to the locker room. Um, so that's that's the number one thing. Absolutely. So you we keep mentioning players such as Kyle Becker um, when you play with him at Sigma. But I want to ask you, too, you mentioned as well going overseas. You guys have to go overseas and play soccer as well. But you guys are together yet again playing for Forge FC. So what's it like playing with a guy like Kim? But also let's add two more names to the mix. Uh, Ashton Morgan and uh, 
Jordan Hamilton as well. Guys who have all played at the MLS level like you, but also we can even add in guys such as Chris Colongo have come up from Sigma FC and League One Ontario. Yeah, so I'll I'll start by you know guys like Ashton. Uh, so Ashton, uh, he's he's a little bit older than me, but um, I, I remember I grew up watching watching Ashton because he was one of the guy the first young guys to kind of like you know sign with TFC and stuff like that. So you know I grew up uh, watching Ashton and Ashton's he's he's an inspiration to a lot of young players because you know it shows that you know you can you can make a professional team at such a young age and have uh, you know a long uh, stable career. Um, so. Uh, playing with guys like that that are ex- very experienced like that, it, it helps. You know, on the on the field, you know, since I play left wing, he plays left back. He's always talking to me, always communicating with me, making sure I'm in the right position. Um, so it makes it makes my job much easier uh, playing with a, an experienced guy like that. Um, and then you know, guys like Jordan Hamilton, I played with him. Uh, I played, I grew up playing against him, and then we also played with each other on the youth national team. Um, so you know. It's a, it was a little, a little rivalry back in the day, but now we're on the same team. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's fun playing with him uh, and seeing where his career has gone to. He's, an, he's another player that, you know, signed with TFC at a young age. Um, so it's, uh, it's good to see where his, his career has gone. Uh, and, you know, for our kind of relationship to come back full circle and, and now play with each other. Um, and then, yeah. And then guys like guys like Chris Colongo, the younger generation, that's, you know, that, like I mentioned, that's why we came back here to, to give guys like that an opportunity and, you know, kind of be like, uh, a mentor for guys like that, um, that are coming up, uh, playing, uh, you know, when they're teenagers coming up to a professional level and, and, and starting their careers. So, um, so yeah, it's, it kind of touches on, on everything, but, you know, playing with guys like all three of those guys and guys like Kyle Becker and stuff like that. And other guys on the team as well. Um, it's uh, different, different aspects to it, but it's, you know, it's all positive things. Absolutely. So maybe we could tie this question as well. Cause this is um, uh, the last question that I have for you, uh, Chris is what are some pieces of advice you can give to more of a younger generation, younger kids, younger adults who want to follow in your footsteps or anybody's footsteps and want to be a professional soccer player? Yeah. The main thing, um, you know, that I, tell the younger generation is it's a big lesson that I learned as well uh, through my career and and me trying to make it professionally was um, that, you know, everybody has their own path uh, and whether you make it professionally at the age of 16 or you make it professionally at the age of, you know, 22, 23, whatever it is, uh, all you can say is that you made it professionally. Nobody really cares when you make it professionally. It's just you made it professionally and, and it's what you do from there. Um, so, you know, I thought with me, I was traveling overseas, you know, trained with teams like Liverpool, Newcastle and stuff like that when I was 16, 17 years old. Um, and it didn't work out over there. And then I ended up having to go to college and then, uh, making it professionally four years later. Um, so, uh, you know, everybody, everybody has a different path. Um, so it's just a matter of staying true to yourself and, and, you know, working on your craft. Um, and then, you know, just being ready for when the opportunity comes and, and taking that opportunity when it comes. So, um, so yeah, I would say to the younger generation, keep working, keep at it and, you know, keep, uh, keep that passion and that love for the game. And in return, you know, it, it, it will bless you back. Absolutely. Well, Chris, I want to say thank you so much again for joining me on this episode of On the Sidelines. I really appreciate appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this interview with uh, CPL matchup Sunday for the second leg of the playoffs winner take all in the to move on to the next round. So good luck on Sunday as well. And go, go, go hopefully move on to the next round. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Chris Nanko, everybody of Forge FC. I'm Cameron Capobianco, and we'll catch you guys next time.